Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gore Kong, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their companies. With us today, because there's a lot going on at his company, Shafim Diamond, CEO, founder, Victory Square Technologies. Trades on the CSC on the stock symbol VST for our friends in the US, VSQTF, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 6F6. For those of you who know the story, that's going to be a lot of you because this is just our second interview, but our first interview hit it out of the park. Victory Square essentially builds, acquires, invests in promising startups, then provides them not just the money, but the senior leadership, the resources, and what they need to grow on a fast track. In some cases, even clients and end use applications. It's amazing. An example of one of the great is uh, our very own Fans Unite that all of you in Agoracom know really well. Choice on the CSC under Fans and under on the OTC QB under Fun FF. Uh, they're the small cap iGaming super company, which traded a 52 uh, high recently. Well, Victor Square acquired that company for $2 million in stock, took it public at a $25 million mark cap, currently trades at $120 million mark cap. So you got a good idea of what they do. Q3 record income, just under 9 mil, 12 cents per share in Q3. They're hitting out of the park. Shafim, welcome back. Thanks for having me, George. Uh, really enjoyed speaking with you last week, so we're excited to be back. Hey, glad to have you because you put out some pretty cool news. Uh, the first one is uh, something about Victory Square and a dividend, which is really exciting. But before we get to that, because there are going to be new, a lot of new people watching, what's the thesis behind what you guys are building and what you invest in? Because there are new people who are watching every day or listening, and I want them to have a you know, good idea of what your thesis is. Yeah, so our, our thesis is, uh, you know, is kind of, we believe extraordinary performance comes from seeing things other people don't. Um, and so we're looking, you know, 10, 20 years in, in, in the future at how, uh, you know, these new disruptive innovation platforms that have, that have been, you know, coming out are going to impact how we eat, work, play and communicate, you know, over the next 10 to, to 20 years. So we look for those, you know, disruptive, innovative technologies. We kind of refer to them as, you know, this fourth industrial uh, revolution. Uh, and these five platforms kind of revolve around uh, DNA sequencing, you know, energy uh, storage, blockchain, uh, artificial intelligence, and, and robotics. So we look for companies and opportunities kind of around those sectors um, that our team has experience in. Uh, and again, in, you know, over the last 20 years, we've seen innovation, um, you know, come from everywhere and technology is borderless. So we try to find some of the brightest entrepreneurs and brightest companies from around the world um, that are working on or creating solutions or, or, or solving pain points uh, using these disruptive kind of technologies. And we become the first kind of check-in or the early or first investor in. And VST is public. So our whole goal was to kind of democratize access to you know, the next best startups or the next best entrepreneurs um, and, and allow retail investors around the world to yeah. invest in Victory Square and get access to these things. And that's a valuable, I love the fact to use that term access, because the fact of the matter is there are a lot of small cap invests out there. They're, they're good investors, they're smart, but they don't have the time. They, they hear the terms artificial intelligence, virtual reality, augmented reality, blockchain, fintech, DNA, DNA everything top robotics, but they don't have the time to do the due diligence work that you guys do. So fair to say, uh, Shafin, amongst many things, that the overwhelming value proposition for small cap investors is that 
they get a chance to piggyback off of your 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 deal funding source. You got 80 accelerators around the world, your due diligence, and you're the guys who at the end of the day decide, you know, with some level of great intelligence what companies to invest in, something that they can never do on their own. Yeah, no, absolutely. You always hear people say, I wish, I wish I could have invested in, you know, Amazon when it first kind of, you know, came out, uh, or Facebook, uh, for that matter. Um, most people only get access to, you know, innovative, disruptive technology companies once they're publicly listed and their valuations are very significant. Or if they happen to be in an area, let's say like San Francisco or the Valley or Silicon Valley, where they have access to through friends of friends uh, within their geographic area for disruptive type of companies. And so for us, you know, these 80 accelerators that we've you know, built relationships with around the world um, really gives us um, in VST a hand into working with vetted you know, colleagues around the world who are, are sharing some of these bright minds you know, kind of to us. And like you mentioned, our due diligence you know, process in, in, in picking these winners um, from around the world um, and then the experience that our team has. So, you know, a couple of things, it's not just the due diligence, but when we decide to invest in a company, it's because we have experience in that space or we already have distribution or, or customers kind of lined up, which gives those businesses the best chance of success. So like you mentioned, you know, access, given that we've built up this network over 20 years to find some of the best companies. Um, and then our partners and experiences that, uh, that we have to be able to ensure that these companies can commercialize uh, and have all the resources they need to kind of grow and thrive. And it doesn't matter where you are as an investor in the world, you know, because we're publicly traded, uh, audited and transparent and liquid, you have the ability, you know, to invest, you know, from Europe or, or the US or, uh, or Canadian exchange and market. So, you know, access is, is, is the key. And like you've mentioned, we've got 23 companies currently in our portfolio uh, in all of these disruptive, you know, kind of sectors and, and spaces that are, are going to be we believe giants over the next you know, 10 to 20 years. Okay, again, it's always like we're in simpatico, but this has not been scripted because you just you just ended off with what I was going to ask you, giants over the next 20 years. But the question I was going to ask you is, what do you say to investors say, ah, Shafin, that's great. Victor Square is awesome. But you know what? We've missed Tesla. We've missed Google. We've missed Amazon. We've missed all the big wins now. So what's, what's left? You know, what's your answer to them? I know what the answer is, but what's your answer to them? Well, you know, you know, looking back, you know, I've been in the tech space for, for 20 years and, and every, you know, every time I feel like I've missed one, there is a new one forming. Um, and, and I think you've seen a lot of startups and a lot of like innovative companies and disruption come out of, um, you know, come out of chaos kind of in, 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 let's say the global economy. So, you know, from the dot-com, you know, uh, boom to the dot-com kind of correction, we saw a lot of innovation kind of come through there. Same thing through the financial recession in, in 08, 09. I mean, Bitcoin came out of, uh, out of, of, out of that. <clears throat> and I think with what we're going through right now, uh, you know, through, with, with the pandemic, it's impacted people globally. I think people and entrepreneurs are reimagining the way the world Absolutely. is going to be over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So when you think you might have missed out on the last batch, um, and when you mentioned Tesla as an example, I mean, Tesla, Netflix, Airbnb, you know, a lot of these formed, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Um, so they're hitting their stride after, let's say, a decade of, of build. So that next breed, that new breed of companies leveraging kind of these new innovative platforms we were talking about um, to disrupt the next 10 or 20 years, this is the time to find those. Um, so 
you know, every time you think you've missed one, um, that means there's a new breed, you know, kind of forming. Yeah, and I'm going to just add into that. Shafi and his team are the experts, but our thesis has been that this decade is going to create three times more wealth out of small cap disruptive companies in the last three decades combined. And I think I'm being conservative on that. There are industries that are being born right now, NFT, non-fungible tokens. We're not gonna even, but it's amazing. These are all gonna be multi-billion, hundred billion, maybe even trillion dollar businesses that didn't exist 18 months ago or two years ago. So that's the general thesis. Let's get into some specifics. One press release you put out, Victory Square announces game on share dividend for VST shareholders, Victory Square shareholders. So what's Game On Entertainment first? Uh, and what's the situation there? Why, why are you guys, issue, why, why this dividend? Yeah, so, um, so, so Game On, uh, you know, Rockstar team, uh, the company came out of Techstars New York, uh, and they were building, you know, uh, gamification tools for um, live sports uh, pre-pandemic, pre pre-COVID. Uh, and then they started to, to build a, a gamification platform that static content uh, and traditional TV uh, operators could use to create a community around, um, around that content. Uh, you know, in the, in the you know, traditional TV, you keep hearing these news about cord cutting uh, as more and more people are going online and, and viewing content on Hulu or, or, or OTT networks like network, uh, sorry, Netflix, um, Disney Plus. Um, you know, you see all the viewers on, on Twitch what uh, Game On originally had built was a product that could live on, uh, that could be plugged into set-top boxes, you know, kind of around the world, and create a community or uh, or, or gamify uh, static content. So, for example, if you and I were watching, um, let's just, you know, let's let's say The Bachelor with our wives. We were, you know, <laughs> don't say that. Well, okay, couples, let's say that. <laughs> a bunch of couples were watching the the, the okay. Bachelor. Um, right now, when you're watching it. You know, if you want to have a, you know, be part of Bachelor Nation, you would go online and have a second conversation. But what Game On's technology allows you to do is, on the the first screen, uh, you know, play games with other people that are watching, either in a private uh, chat or in a in, as part of a larger community on what's going to happen next, kind of in the show. And there's a leaderboard where you earn points, um, where you can get rewards from the show. Uh, or from advertisers that are, you know, that are that are advertising in, the, in that show. So they built some really unique tech to build community oh, around, around content, both live content and static content, um, and it's extended even beyond, you know, uh, beyond TV. Um, and so this is what they would they had been working uh, working on in, in TechStars New York. Uh, we we found this great company, great team, um, and Victory Square, one of our portfolio companies, V2 Games, a wholly acquired. Uh, Game On. Matt Bailey, who is the CEO of Game On, has taken on as the CEO. And they've assembled a, an amazing board. Uh, you know, a lot of times when you're investing in early stage companies, um, the team is so important. The team's ability to execute. And, you know, Matt, who's the CEO, brought on board members who have experience at Take-Two Interactive. So Jay Moses, who's the chairman of huge Game On. He's, he's huge. You know, Take-Two Interactive is a you know, $25 billion publicly traded company with titles like NBA 2K and Grand Theft Auto. And just his experience over 30 years, you know, having been in the, the, the media and gaming spaces, he's also advised a number of companies that have successfully exited. So, you know, he's an amazing building block and, 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 and you know, guide for, for Matt and, and Game On. And then they've put on a, a number of other players like Mike Warhouse, uh, Sean Hurley, 
uh, Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill. Who's the, head of, who's the head of sportsbook at DraftKings? Yeah, so Sean Hurley was a former head of sportsbook for DraftKings. And again, DraftKings is you know, a multi-billion dollar fantasy sports and sports betting company uh, trading in the U.S. Um, Mike Warhouse was, a, was an, a seed investor in DraftKings and in Skills, which is kind of a, another SPAC that, that was successful in the, in the U.S. And again, you're bringing these people that have experience in that, that similar sector and space um, that can help guide Matt and his team. So again, great space, great product, great team. Love it. Uh, and, um, and then you tie to the funding. So, you know, the company has cash kind of in the, in the till and a great pipeline of, of customers. Um, but we decided to do a small kind of financing to, to kind of build a shareholder base. Uh, and we went to via Victory Square uh, Technology shareholders first. So anyone on our, our you know, news list, we sent a note out to, to let us know if they'd be interested in, in you know, in, 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 a, in being an early investor in one of our, our portfolio company spinouts. Uh, and, you know, kind of gave them that, that first uh, option. And, you know, within, I think, an hour of, of, of that, um, we had to upsize the financing because the demand that Matt had was, was so significant. So we're From very- 1.5 million to 3 million. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah, and, and the, the demand, so I think, you know, Matt was mentioning, you know, I think the demand was over 25 to 30 million of, of, of dollars that wanted to kind of get into that. Transaction. So um, again, very excited about it. Um, we think it's going to trade very well. It's listing. Uh, it's listing. I think at the end of this month, March or, or, or first week of, of, of April. That's really a an exchange um, thing. But um, yeah, we're very excited about it. Um, you mentioned share dividends. So you know, our, our the, the thesis at VST was to democratize access. Um, you know, to the next kind of best you know tech companies, and so. You know, we look at that in kind of a two-pronged approach. One was to give Victory Square shareholders an option to, to, to be an early investor in Game On, which we did. The second is to reward VST shareholders through a share dividend. So, you know, for us, we've been very fortunate. Right now, we started in 2017. We're about the three and a half year mark where, you know, after Fans Unite, there's a number of VST portfolio companies that we've been working on that are commercializing and ready to kind of leave the nest and be listed on their own. And one of the best ways we, we thought to, to reward our shareholders, our patient shareholders, was to issue a share dividend. So they would receive, you know, the option was to either receive a cash dividend or, or a share dividend. And, and we had such an overwhelming response of, of investors wanting a share dividend. So VST will give a share dividend on a portion of our ownership to VST shareholders. So it'll be proportionate to your VST shares. Um, and this is great for a couple of reasons. One, it really builds uh, a good shareholder base for Game On, upon listing, which uh, that have you know investors that have kind of followed their story. Yeah, it's a captive audience. They know it. They're excited about it. They want to be a part of this. They want to be a part of Mike Forhouse, Sean Hurley, Sabrina Carosa, all of them for the next two, three years. Uh, absolutely, and watch it grow. And 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 at an early point, and two, um, for our for Victory Square shareholders, um, we want them to be rewarded for for their patience of holding the stock and continuing to be a holder or an accumulator of VST because again, like you had mentioned earlier in the conversation, there's 23 companies. So we expect this to be not an anomaly, but a one, not a one-off, but a pattern where, you know, after on, you have immersive and we would do the same thing and, and onwards and onwards, because again, it's not just great for, uh, for the portfolio companies getting a built-in shareholder base, but it's great for VST again uh, and, our, and our shareholders, because with that reward, it, it will always place a premium on our share price as we go forward because you'd want to be part of 
not only the new companies that kind of come into the mix, which we, we always have, but also, you know, as you look at, you know, over the next three, five, you know, onward, years onwards, there's always going to be portfolio companies commercializing and ready to be spun out. And you can be a part of that at an, at an early entry point. So to kind of borrow that from the, uh, in the, in the token world, in the crypto world, the big thing two, three, three years ago were airdrops. Yeah. Uh, so essentially it's like an airdrop, right? And they're going to yep. just keep coming and coming at the end of the day. And that's exciting. That's why I'm not going to speak for anybody at home, but you just want to hold on to a company like that because it's, it's just going to keep giving you goodies. And in this case, I don't know if you're going to give 23 for all 23 portfolio companies growing and growing and growing, but if you can do it for some half or most of those, that's exciting. So love yeah. it. And what I yeah. like, Shafin, is that the fact that you're actually living up to your to your philosophy. You're not just saying it, you weren't talking a big game, you're actually doing it. And you're making your shareholders feel as if we are a part of this. You know, we're being rewarded for being a part of Victory Square. I'm gonna to continue to be part of Victory Square. That's fantastic. Another uh, another company make waves your portfolio, Immersive, yeah. uh, which you're planning to take public. Immersive, immersive experiences, I guess. Yeah. 30 second overview on, on why Immersive is so much more better than or what you guys really love about it and what's the plan for it going public yeah so i mean there are a couple of things that we we look at when we invest and you know we kind of talked about them earlier we want to be in sectors that we think are uh, are going to uh, you know be disruptive you know over over time and the, the virtual and augmented reality space is a sector uh, that we you know that we, we look at because of that the second is we try to find some of the brightest minds in that space or quality team um and hopefully with a great product uh, in, that, in that mix. And with Immersive Tech, we've, we've found that. So the, the leadership team, um, you know, Jeff Jang, Adrian Duke, and, and Tim Bieber, we've worked with these, these individuals for a number of years, and we've watched them um, you know, build a, a great business. So Immersive Tech started off in escape rooms. So about five, six years ago, they started building escape rooms uh, where there was a gamification component for that, that was used by large Fortune 500 companies from a training perspective. So companies like Lululemon, uh, eBay, uh, Allegiant Airlines, you know, the FDA, um, Kalahari Resorts, and the list goes on. So they, they had built these escape room experiences. Um, and what they realized were these escape room experiences were, were kind of one-offs and the cost to, you know, to, to rebuild a new experience or put in a new um, you know, a new experience at a, on, on site was, was a very costly thing. So they started to build VR versions of that. So, uh, you know, over the last three years, we've seen them grow, you know, triple, awesome. triple digit revenue growth year over year. But again, they were in a hot sector early. Uh, they had a great product that they'd validated for, for, for great clients, a solid team. But more importantly, the feedback from their clients um, allowed them to innovate and build you know, what, what's one of their newest projects, which is, which is a location-based entertainment uh, experience, which is a VR experience in a container uh, that can be popped up anywhere from, you know, family entertainment centers to parking lots, um, to malls. Um, and it's- uh, Big corporations, I'm assuming you can bring those into big enterprise. Yeah, absolutely. And again, the, the, the serviceable market right now is about a $35 billion market over the next three years. So, uh, you know, Big space, again, they've got a solid team, a great product. They've built product for large customers. Those customers have given them feedback in, in what's allowed them to kind of create this new experience. Uh, the revenues have been there. Um, so 
again, very excited for, for, for that space. And also, you know, you also look at comparables. So for VST, Immersive is a wholly owned subsidiary. So it doesn't show up uh, as an asset on our, our, our books because it's consolidated. But when you look at comparables, comparables in that space trade anywhere from a, you know, 50 to a six, 50 to $60 million market cap to as high as five to 600 million market cap for companies like Next AR. So uh, we're extremely excited about this company because of the space, the team, the product, you know, the roadmap ahead for the next 12 uh, to 36 months that they have, like the pipeline of deal flow they have. Um, and again, what the comparables are uh, to them. So we're excited because this is going to unlock value for, for Victory Square as a, as a parent company when it's spun out, uh, because we'll crystallize, you know, the true value in our, our books, which will be great for shareholders. But again, also another business that we can issue a share dividend in uh, this year, which, you know, will be, will be great, we think, for, for, for VST shareholders and in turn, the VST share price as, as the year goes on. Ballpark, when are you guys thinking that might hit the market? We're we're anticipating uh, we're anticipating end of April May like oh, so April, so it's gonna be right behind game on I thought it might be Q three or something no our target is Q3. Q3. wow our, our target's Q two and uh, immersive is is a uh, is a company that's wholly owned by VSC so it gets audited um, you know within so we you know we believe that we can get um, and we've already started the process on it uh, you know, everything kind of lined up for uh, that target date of, of end of April, um, early May. Um, a lot of people think, and then we'll move on to hydrate, but a lot of, I want to get your views for 30 seconds on when people hear virtual reality, augmented reality, they think, okay, cool, cool little gimmicks. Do they, do most people realize how big of a role virtual reality and augmented reality is going to play in our lives? in the next decade? And if you could maybe paint a picture for where you think VR and AR is gonna be as in terms of our everyday lives this decade. Yeah, no, it's, it's, gonna, be, it's gonna be significant. Uh, I think you, you and I were talking about earlier, um, you know, what the last year did was, you know, take us from physical meetings to, you know, Zoom meetings. Uh, and we were talking about all the innovation that's gonna kind of come to, you know, Zoom and, you know, Google Meet, uh, you know, as, as, as people have, looked at kind of this last year as a beta test on, on what's worked and what's not kind of worked. Um, but what the pandemic also did is it accelerated, um, you know, the, the amount of time that people spend online and the types of things that they do online. And, you know, new technologies always kind of advance uh, and enhance that experience. So we talked about, you know, this, this Zoom meeting. Well, you know, right now companies like Cisco are using, you know, they're taking it a step further and they've got holograms um, and, and, you know, in, in, in a boardroom um, from uh, you know, individuals from all over the world. So we're already seeing um, you know, the next, the, the improvement on, on virtual Zoom meetings um, to, to, you know, to holographic meetings. We've also seen, you know, one thing that's a, a kind of a key indicator is when you start to see where companies like Facebook, Microsoft, Amazon, Google start to, to, and, and Apple starts to spend their money. So, you know, on, 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 the, on the Apple glasses if with Facebook, on Oculus, Oculus, sorry. So- Tim, you, Cook, you, Tim you, Cook from Apple is all in on augmented reality. He's all, he's all in. And again, the, the you know, I, I don't want to sound kind of like a conspiracy theorist, but like one of my favorite books um, is, you know, Ready Player One and Ready Player Two just kind of came out. But it, it, you know, sometimes you think Hollywood movies are very far-fetched. But if you look back 20 years ago, some of the things that they had talked about 
um, our realities today. So uh, it is inevitable. It's not a matter of, 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 of if, it's just a matter of when. Um, so technologies like virtual and augmented reality, they enhance and improve a lot of experiences, a lot of online experiences and a lot of you know, physical bricks and mortar experiences that we've had. Um, and so you're going, to, we've already started to see solutions and applications being built for that. Um, and you see the large technology companies heavily investing in that space. So it's, they're, they're going to be big. Three to five years from now, I'm going to say, Shafin, that you and I will be standing in hologram form in front of whatever investors are on this show today and will be in the future. And, 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 the, and you'll be bringing in through augmentality, oh, here's a logo of Game On and here's a logo of Immersive. And this is what we're doing. And it's going to be happening right in front of us. And I don't think people realize the, the power of things like that, but those are new kinds of industries and applications. You know, some companies are going to come and say, we can build applications for that, for Shafin yeah. to bring in logos and spreadsheets and documents, right? There's going to, there's going to be some company that's in the garage somewhere right now that's going to be the leader of that industry for the next 10 years after that. So yeah, that's, that's why I'm so excited about what you guys are doing. One, one just one thing to note, we, in Vancouver here, one of our portfolio companies, Shape Immersive, uh, just worked with the Vancouver Art Gallery to create, you know, a, a, an AR art exhibit around the city where we all have devices. That's the other thing too, from an AR perspective, we all we all have mobile phones, which you know immediately allow us to have AR experiences where you would go around, you know, the city, uh, and there would be, you know, um, exhibits set up, and you put your phone on uh, your your phone in front of it, and you'd see, um, you know, art and creation come to life. You mentioned non-fungible tokens earlier too. I mean, I think we're seeing a, a, a big value on not only the amount of time people spend online, whether it's on Minecraft, Roblox, or other types of you know Second Life or other types of communities, but they're putting such a placing such a significant value on on digital assets in that in that online world and, and that they're that they're living in it. And without getting to, you know going off too much on a tangent, those are yeah, all blow people away. Yeah, those are all kind of validation uh, validation for. Uh, again, like I mentioned, these are these are. It's a matter of um, when, not a matter of if. Yeah, my sons uh, just the other day bought their first two NFT soccer players. You know, it's oh, yeah. uh, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, hydrate. We spoke a little bit about give everyone a little overview on hydrate, but there has been an update on the uh, on the opportunity and expand and expansion plans there well as well. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just taking a quick step back. So the digital health space is one uh, you and I talked about on our last, uh, you know, last uh, interview um, is a huge focus for us. Um, quality of life um, is important. And we see technology as being a big driver, driver in, in, in improving quality of life and, and preventing a lot of things that can be done. So it's a sector and segment that uh, we are planting, you know, a big anchor in. Um, with the acquisition of Hydrate, what it did was it allowed us to get access to a team, uh, a technology and services um, operating in the US. So Hydrate last year was, uh, did about a million dollars in, in sales and they're on track for about 5 million this year. Uh, and you know we, we anticipate that to continue to grow. Now, what we've been able to do with that foundation is to build other types of services. So Hydrate was focused on specialty services like IV drip um, and Botox, um, testing, uh, vaccinations, and, and on-site and on-demand type services like that. Now, uh, and a built-in, you know, a network of over 10,000 10, healthcare 
professionals across the US. What we were able to do with that technology was to take it to other uh, verticals. So verticals such as you know, uh, telehealth for pets. Now it might sound far-fetched, but again, 50% of you know, Americans are, are, are pet owners. They spend money on their, their pets. Pets hate to, you know, anyone that has a pet, we have cats, they hate going to, to the vet. And we've started to see, um, as, as, as homeowners to become more familiar with virtual tools, um, that there's a, you know, kind of a first line of, of being able to use uh, telehealth services for, for pet care. So there's a line that uh, has already been in development that will be releasing very shortly. And other segments we've mentioned in the past, we've got a discrete care. So we've got a, a you know, a, a whole um, brand and, and segment that we're using Hydrate's technology, both desktop and mobile, uh, to provide telehealth services and prescription delivery for, um, you know, different types of, I don't want to use the word embarrassing, but, you know, services that people are a bit more private with and sure. they don't want to go physically into the, to their doctor. So what the Hydrate acquisition did for us is not only give us a company that, you know, is significantly growing. And, and, and just to put one thing into perspective, when you look at companies in the telehealth space, whether it's in Canada or the US, they trade at, you know, anywhere from a, a 20 to 40 time uh, forward looking, you know, revenue multiple. So that's significant. So this asset that we bought, our entry point was great. Uh, and it's going to unlock tremendous value uh, for VST uh, as it as it grows, you know, and it's on track right now for, I was mentioning earlier, for 5 million in revenues this year, but also the technology, the team and the infrastructure, right. we've been able to put on other uh, skins to service other types of niche audiences uh, in the, the digital health space. So again, very excited about um, Hydrate on its own, and then also what the technology is going to be uh, able to do uh, for those other uh, other services. Healthcare is going through a paradigm shift and it's going to become a parabolic in, uh, in, into telemedicine, which is going to be parabolic this decade. The days of us thinking, oh, I'm not feeling so good. I'm just going to drive over to a clinic or that's the fast that those can be done, the better. And we see so many companies driving towards that uh, devices that are going to, I mean, telehealth is just going to be, we talked about it in more depth on the last one we talked about hydrate, but for me, it's just it's just going to be unstoppable, and that's going to be great because not only is not only Victory Square uh, investors going to benefit from that from a from a capital gains point of view, hopefully, you know, but more importantly, it's also going to be great for society uh, to be part of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to add one note to that too. Is yeah. you know when we look at telehealth, we look at it as a first order effect. So you know, having the technology that allows for you know people to 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 see or, or get any of these type of services that we've just kind of talked about, but where we've been actually planting our seed, you know, kind of in the and you know, behind the scenes is like you mentioned in devices. Um, so again, we have phones, we have iWatches, you know, some have the aura ring. Uh, and we've been looking at two things kind of on the side. One is devices, um, which we're, we're, we're testing at the moment right now, devices that we can send to home to, um, increase the, 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 the value of that, that telehealth experience. So something that can plug into your phone or your, or your desktop uh, to act as a stethoscope to provide additional data points to your, your physician sure. or, or software that will read you know, a Dexcom device to be able to you know, pro provide your, your healthcare professional with real-time data if anything is kind of offline to be able to, to see you. So as opposed to you feeling, you know, a lot of times we get sick and you know, we don't go and see a doctor and we kind of let it 
let it let it yeah, wait. Yeah, it's a fact. We tough it out, and until and sometimes that causes a problem. Causes a problem. Whereas, like again, with this real time data on these devices, um, it's notifying your your physician or your healthcare professional immediately. So they'll reach out to you if anything is kind of off, um, you know, offline. So, you know, the second order which we've kind of been working on behind the scene are these devices that again, that you can take, uh, you know, in your home or software that's making those devices sm smarter to, to, to provide data. Because again, that's where I was going. Think about healthcare's prevention. They all say, you know, if you had caught it early, if you had caught it early, you could have prevented so many of the, you know, the, the quality of life issues we have with, 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 you know, catching things too late or not catching them at all. And so for us, um, you know, taking that data early to be able to get people on the right track and, Again, it, that's part of like my own experience. I had a health scare a couple of years ago. Um, you know, I hadn't gone for a physical in over 10, 15 years. I can't even remember. And, you know, my wife had been bugging me to do it. And the doctor yeah. found things, which lucky and fortunately for me, um, I'm able to kind of correct. And uh, I think the tools are out there. And that's why it's such a, it's, it's not even, you know, it's, it, there's a, like you mentioned, there's going to be a parabolic, you know, parabolic movement in that space. There's also, there's obviously a tremendous financial gain to be in that space but for me it's more about like also impact uh, that we can have on, on on human beings lives on people right that that that, that, that is our, our why a, a really big driving force for us well think of the exponential effect which is right now bob to, bob doesn't go in mary doesn't go in so they don't they don't get diagnosed until there's an absolute big problem yeah. which means yeah. now the government funded healthcare, or in this case or in the america you know, either way someone's got to fund these things and they're always stretched now has to get put full resources on Bob and Mary uh, because they're in stage three of something or stage four versus if we can have these devices, telemedicine, artificial intelligence, sensors, all these things working and catching George's thing in advance, Shafin's things that at a very early stage, then it's so much easier on the healthcare systems, which under less strain and then can help even more people. So it's an exponential benefit, right? Shafin, it's not just you and I get better faster. It's that you and I don't take up resources unnecessarily for the people who have to have those resources. I mean, the, the, the benefits are monstrous. They're monstrous. And that's what, you know, again, research and it's, it's, you know, data is shown over time, research and development innovation, they lower costs. They will, they will improve lives. Um, but they'll, you know, like you said, for our healthcare system, they will lower costs. That investment today is going to pay off significantly down the down the line. Absolutely. Yeah, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. There's a reason why they say that, right? So this is this is great. Last thing should be no surprise. And buddy, I, I would love to talk to you for one day. We got we got to do some kind of a roundtable panel. I'd like to bring in. I think one day what we should do is do a two or three hour event where it's you on for. 20 minutes, then we bring on a couple of executives from one portfolio company, then you again, then other portfolio companies. I think that would be absolutely powerful, uh, educational, informative, all of it. That's why you guys are one of the most uh, exciting companies out there. Should be no surprise that you guys are in the crypto world. Uh, you acquired some digital, some key digital assets from Aspen. What did you guys do there? How do you see that playing out? Yeah, so you know, one thing to note, I want people to know, you know, we've been in the the blockchain space, uh, you know, for almost you know six, seven years uh, now. You know, it's not something that we've just kind of popped into. Uh, if anyone was to to look up Victory Square, um, our digital footprint shows, you know, we we've you know keynoted the the World Blockchain Forum in the past, the North American Bitcoin Conference, and uh, D10E conferences all over the world um, for years. And 
you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, Web 3.0 and, and this movement towards decentralization. Uh, so a number of our portfolio companies have been working on, you know, uh, technology and tools. One, actually, we, we listed the first publicly traded blockchain company in 2015 in Canada, um, you know, just kind of as a, as a, as a, as a stepping stone into, 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 that, into that space or bringing that space kind of to the mainstream retail audience. Aspen was another one of our portfolio companies that's kind of been working behind the scenes, um, uh, both on the, you know, the, the decentralization space blockchain and in, on, uh, on the cyber building tools with respect to this, you know, the, the cyber, the cybersecurity space. So uh, most recently, there were a couple of items that we looked at that we thought would be uh, better to acquire under VST to continue to build on and to license out to, to others. So um, there was a VPN network that they they built um, and uh, which basically acts as a user desktop miner. So right now everyone keeps hearing about Bitcoin and Ethereum and non-fungible tokens and they, they hear about all these different things, but it's still uh, not a, it's still a, a very um, a difficult experience for people to set up a wallet or, you know, buy, <laughs> buy crypto or, or store crypto or be concerned about losing crypto. Um, and so what some of these tools do is they're, they're kind of like a, a gateway or, or educational way into, into uh, learning about crypto, cryptocurrencies. So the user desktop, you know, browser is something you can download and it just mines uh, crypto uh, currencies in the background. And there's a, a couple of different types of currencies you can, you can choose. And so it allows you as a user to do nothing else. Uh, but, but maybe, you know, access or, or, or provide use some of the unused processing power to mine uh, cryptos on your home computer to give you an entry point into understanding and learning how it works without having to spend, you know, spend money. Um, within that ecosystem, there's also, if you want to become, let's say, more intermediate, we've built a microblock miner. So this is a physical device that you can actually buy, bring into your home, plug in and mine one of six cryptocurrencies right now. So from Bitcoin to Ethereum, Litecoin, Handshake, Grin, um, uh, uh, Cosmos. Um, so again, uh, you don't have, it doesn't, it does not very loud. It doesn't, you know, take tons of energy. You're not spending $6,000 for these industrial miners, but it's something you can buy from, from, from home, uh, get shipped, you plug it in, um, the software on your phone, and it again, tells you real time. So again, these are very, user-friendly devices that are kind of entry points for people to learn about cryptocurrency without any sort of massive, massive kind of, you know, uh, expense. And the third is a, you know, wallet that we, we kind of built. So, you know, we've been, uh, we have a money transfer service license um, in VST because of some payment in, company investments we have in the payment space. So again, this allowed us to offer those same people once you've learned how to mine crypto on your computer or you've bought this physical device, you can use our, our, our wallets to store your um, uh, your your currency on yeah you're just, you're closing the loop you're just making all one stop shop at the end of the yeah day. so again it teaches you how to, you know you can learn how to buy uh, hold sell spend uh, you know spend that currency so these are technologies that were that were kind of built under uh, you know the Aspen umbrella that we kind of brought over and what we've been doing uh, with VST is 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 building off and licensing that for other companies so there was a, a company recently that. So we had bought this IP back from Aspen. I think the, the we, we, we purchased it for around three, 3.6 million Canadian dollars. Um, and, you know, we put a bit of investment into some of that IP uh, to customize it uh, for another group uh, on which we sold some of that IP for 6 million Canadian dollars. So 
again, you know, we've seen that with the increase in blockchain and the increase in decentralization and the increase in the crypto space, because we've been in the space for so long, we're getting all these calls from all these different groups saying, hey, you know, can you, uh, you know, can you build this product for us or can you, you know, license this for us? And so we decided to bring some of that IP in-house, um, redevelop it and start licensing it out to other groups and parties. I can't wait to, to play around with that too, man. That's awesome. Making the, making the, making these next generation items easier to use. Uh, you know, we all talk about UX, user experience, all that. Um, that's, that's amazing. Shafin, another powerful interview with you. Every time I talk to you, I feel as if, you know, the world is, is our oyster, right? Of what's coming, what's possible. And that victory square kind of, kind of democratize that for everybody at home to be a part of, man. Congratulations on, you know, some great stuff. Even though we only spoke a couple of weeks ago, you know, yeah. congratulations on how far you've come in a couple of weeks. And I can't wait till guaranteed we'll be on for game on. So that, you know, be yeah. prior to then some, and probably somewhere in between because you're doing so many amazing things. Last word to you, anything that you want to say to shareholders before we sign off? Yeah, you know, I actually want to send a big thank you to to our shareholders. You know, I think if we, you know, our team here is very thankful and grateful that we have such a, you know, a, a strong shareholder base and shareholder community. Um, you know, since August of last year, we've seen, um, you know, our, our volume increase, our, our share price increase from a, you know, kind of a month to month basis. And we've seen these communities building up, you know, on different forum sites online where uh, shareholders are putting up DD, you know, DD material to, to, to let other shareholders know about it, setting up Discord channels. Um, and we really appreciate, you know, all of the feedback that we get. So again, very thankful for all of the shareholders. We really appreciate your support and your patience with, you know, Victory Square and our portfolio companies. Uh, and again, we're excited to, uh, to do our best to, to make this a, you know, a great experience and a big win for all of you. So just a you know, big thank you from, from all of us at BST to all of our, our, our shareholders. Great way to end it, Shafin, because that's your philosophy. You're thankful to everybody. I think that's why you've got such a great shareholder base. Thanks for joining us today, buddy. We'll see you again soon. Cheers. To everybody at home, you've been watching or listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, to Shafin Diamond. He's CEO and founder of Victor Square Technologies. Trades on the CSC under VST. You can see that right over his head there. For our friends, US VSQTF. And for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 6F6, if you're new, there's a lot to absorb, but it's exciting. You can feel this. You've got to do your own due diligence. Two ways to do that. First, get to the Victory Square Hub, get to the profile section, and make sure you watch the first interview we did with the company with Shafin, because it really goes in depth as to the company's philosophy, what it looks for, uh, its deal flow, where it gets its, where, where it gets its leads from. Very, very important to, to do that. And then, of course, link over from there to the Victory Square website. A plethora of great information, treasure trove information. You got to do due diligence, but don't say 12 months from now that we didn't tell you so because Victory Square is doing amazing things. And, uh, and I hope you've discovered your next great small cap company today. Have a great day. See you next time.